Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. Imagine if Eden isn't really what people thought it was. Eden was supposed to be the place we all wanted to be. That was really the ultimate goal of the creation story was here is perfection. And this is how you all fucked it up. This is the cautionary tale of why your human existence is so awful. And this is why you suffer. You're punished. You're being punished. But the other way to see it is, no, you're not being punished. You made a choice. That in order to really appreciate what perfection and Eden and heaven and paradise or what have you looks like, and that experience of it, you need to go and experience the opposite. Sometimes in order to come into consciousness around something, you experience the antithesis. Yeah. Because you need to understand every single dimension of it. One is consciousness. The idea of fifth dimensional consciousness and the sort of perfection that resides within that is more like a jungle. Okay. Where there are many snakes, (laughs) many predators, anything is possible and everything coexists in that one space. It's so not it's Eden at all. So it's less, it is Eden, but it's how we've interpreted it and the vision that we've had of it. What our imaginations have taught us, you know, it's less the Garden of Versailles and it's more like the Amazonian jungle. Okay, but then how is that perfection and peace? Well, isn't the Amazonian jungle, the rainforest, aren't they perfection? Don't they support our entire world? doesn't feel very peaceful, though. Yes, but there are people who have been able to exist within them because they're in harmony with that energy. They're not hazardous environments that you can exist within it. But you just have to understand where you are within that. In fifth dimensional consciousness, and one is consciousness, there are no rules. In many ways, anything goes because anything is possible. The flip side is to really realize your potential, you really have to home in on who you are and know yourself because what ultimately rules 5D are not rules per se, it's respect. I respect myself, which means I can respect you. If you're not living up to your full potential, it means you're not respecting yourself because you're not honoring who you are. You're not honoring the reason you came here. You're just existing. And when you choose to be on that plane of existence, joy is not enabled or possible. You lack the heart connection. Yeah. So it's just pain or relief from pain. That's exactly. as far as it goes. Precisely. If you are choosing to realize your full potential, if you are living up to you, who you are, who you've chosen to be in this lifetime, not just your reason for being here, but your purpose, etc., then you have switched that plane from the plane of existence to the plane of living. You're choosing to live. You are living your purpose. Mm. And then you can be ruled by respect. And what separates those two, right? If we really want to talk about separation, which I don't like, because within oneness consciousness, everything is possible. When I'm talking about you have a plane of existence where you're merely existing, Mm. and then there's that plane of living. You're pretty much on the same plane at all times within oneness consciousness. Okay. But it's your choice that's the distinction that is made. It's not a separation per se. Because you're always going to be surrounded by people who are opting for existence. But they will operate side by side. It's not going to really look so different. It's going to be experienced differently. So really the world's not going to look very different at all. The only thing that's different is we're all going to have more self-respect and respect each other. Yes, but that will be the root of a great deal of growth and evolution that we will see play out in the world. So even though the world will 
appear very similar. The actions and experiences will be a lot more fine-tuned and will move toward healing. Because right now, nothing looks to be healed. It seems to be in the process of healing on any level. Personally, a lot of people seem to be working toward it. But as we sort of see governments collapsing or systems collapsing and shifting and changing... That all just seems very destructive right now. Basically, what you're saying is we all think oneness consciousness is a place where everyone just like everything is possible. I'm going to do what I want. Every dream I've ever had that's in my purpose is going to be actualized. Woo-hoo. But actually, it's life will be the same, but your experience of it will be different. And your experience of it will be much more like, oh, this was teaching me something important. By learning that, I'm one step closer to feeling pure joy cool yes it's more that yeah so it's more and when i'm realizing that joy i seem to have greater abundance well that's awesome too right so it's not that the world is different is that we're different in the world yeah and responding to it differently which then obviously over time will mean that the world changes too but we will all have to coexist within this one world of complete lawlessness where we're going to have to figure out in this jungle okay certain things are awesome but certain things will also poison you and kill you okay Are you going to discover that because you're going to eat it? Are you just going to pay attention and realize that, oh, okay, I am in tune. This is going to work for me, and I know this isn't going to work. Well, I kind of see the welcome to the jungle as a transition period, not as the end point. Yeah, no, it's not. It it is definitely the transition period. It's where we're just seeing all the shit that we can no longer deny. We are being confronted by the underbelly of all our societies, by all the stuff we've wanted to ignore. It keeps happening. And I think that's why it feels like a jungle. But it's going to feel that way for several years. But we won't feel that way personally. No, that's the thing. When a power vacuum is created and people scramble and people are reminded of their powerlessness, what they want to do is they want to reach and find it somehow, as opposed to going within and saying, well, I'm empowered in my life because I'm able to live this way and I can do this for myself not looking outward for somebody to bestow that power or to take care of them or to manage their lives but that they can do it themselves okay or that they can ask for the help that's needed but they have to be able to navigate that for themselves and that keeps them in that empowered place if you're opting to exist it means that you're opting to stay in your pain that you're not looking to transcend it there's a lot that comes from our religion that ends up like kind of being shoved in us that we don't even realize Mm -mm. but then you kind of see it throughout time it's always been separation it's always been right and wrong and humans having to prove that they are somehow worthy and that they're somehow good enough you know even certain spiritual influencers sort of talk about that you know you just need to be more grateful or you just need to be more this yeah and so we're always confronting that even people with the best of intention. What really matters about the Eden story and the creation story, so the Adam and Eve angle, has everything to do with being told, you are wrong. You are imperfect because you're stupid. You don't know better. You succumb to temptation. And that you makes don't realize you what you've got, so you're going to lose it. Yeah. It actually links back to gratitude, funnily enough. Yeah. And it makes you weak. Yeah. And because you are by nature weak, you are not deserving. You got to prove that you're deserving. So for a long time, people have bought into a story, not just that story, very similar stories that had all the same theme, which were, you are not good enough until somebody decides that you're good enough. So you're just going to have to keep proving that you are. And this has underpinned many of our civilizations and our hierarchies under which we've existed. You're never going to be good enough because there's always going to be somebody who's better than you. And that was really ultimately an attempt to explain separation. 
Mm-hmm. How can we know that some other level of perfection if what surrounds us is crap? So it's basically there has to be a better way, but we don't deserve it. Yeah. So we were right in the sense that you have to transcend your pain in order to find this place of joy. Mm-hmm. But the mistake was it wasn't in the next life. It was in this life. Yes. And it wasn't outside of us. It wasn't a destination outside of ourselves. It was internal. And what we came to equate our consciousness with was the fall from grace. That story wasn't wrong because it was explaining separation. Mm -hmm. But like everything else that we seem to have in our society, it was a story that we took way too fucking literally. Because at the end of the day, yeah, we are born and we are going to experience pain in order to uncover our little wounds and that pain will help us heal those wounds yeah and then we'll be freer and freer and freer and freer until we are living in peace and joy Mm -hmm. in this seeming garden of eden yes but our garden of eden is still going to look like the world because we're still going to be living in this world the heaven that we're looking for is still available to us in this world yes we just have to choose ourselves exactly and get beyond the shame of being ourselves because that was the other part of the story they became conscious. Oh, yeah, they, they don't became, want to be naked anymore. They became ashamed. It's interesting because the phrases fall from grace. What underpins oneness is actually grace. So grace is compassion, which can result in peace once we've fully wired compassion in. So once we see that we are all where we're meant to be in accordance with our evolution, once we see that everyone else is just acting from a place where they are, mm-hmm. once we understand where we are on, on that spectrum, yes. we just have the peace, right? Because we just get it. We're not trying to fight ourselves. Right. We're allowing ourselves instead, and that's peace. Exactly. In Eden, or the jungle, if you will, as I prefer to see it, it's not the fall in terms of breaking rules, but we fail to respect our humanity. So that was our fall from grace, if you will. So basically... Instead of just seeing as humans that we are on this journey for Mm -hmm. whatever reason. And so these hurts, traumas, reactions to Mm -hmm. those traumas, you know, all that stuff that will eventually lead us to joy are part of that path, are part of our humanness. We have made that experience Mm -hmm. a punishment. Yes. So we're like, we fell from grace. We have been punished as a result of our humanness. Rather than seeing to transcend our humanness is to see there was always grace. And part of that actually comes in owning our desires. Because one thing that we are taught is that we cannot give in to our desires. We cannot want, we cannot yearn for things of the flesh We have to have a level of self-denial, which is then warped how we relate to one another. Mm. If you can't own what you want because you don't think you'll get it, you're happy to settle because then you're existing, not living, Mm -hmm. kind of goes back to that. But if you think I am able to get everything I want, Mm -hmm. or at least I am able to own that I want it, which is honestly the only step you really need. Yes, completely. Like we don't need to go further than that. No. Owning what you want is... Just being able to say, I want it. Don't have to do anything about it. You know, Don't label it. Don't qualify it. And not feel shame around it. No, because there's nothing to be shameful about. What the dimensional oneness consciousness is, mm. as we cease to exist within a paradigm of heavy-handed rules, what will replace that 
or what will arise in place of that. And in that sort of field of respect, I respect myself. Therefore, I am able to respect you. I hold myself in compassion and therefore I can have compassion for you. That compassion leads to my own inner peace, which means I can exist and live with grace. And that grace enables us to coexist. And the grace that I experience enables me to exist all in this plane where I can be around those who are suffering and not. Because if you think of the Garden of Eden, okay, and you think about our lives, and even this podcast, what are we doing? We're saying, wade through the layers of your shit, divest yourself of them one by one, see that you are in a different place, learn that you were never not good enough, that you were just being told you weren't by other people and yourself in order to rationalize your pain and your fear. And that was why you had an ego. That was why all of that existed. Mm -hmm. And once you see that, Mm -hmm. you are then free Mm. and you can see that you were always good enough and you can live a life of joy. That is the heaven hell story, but it's just an internal one. Yes. It's just one where there is no rules. It's just follow your heart and let the chips fall where they may. Mm -hmm. Because whatever happens, you will always end up in a place of freedom. The only time you're not free is when you're telling yourself you don't deserve to be. That is it. No wonder the world is going to look messy and confusing and not as Edeny as we think. No. Because everyone's going to be making a buttload of different choices. Yes. Some of them are going to be looking really weird. And <laughs> some of them will be looking really not weird to us, to our perspectives. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we're all slowly figuring out and healing all our shit. Yes. And healing shit is messy. So the world is going to look messy because and, in order to heal it, you have to see it first. Yes. And, but the more healed you become, the more in compassion you are, the more you can hold the rest in compassion. Okay. No matter where it's at. Which is basically taking the broader perspective. Yeah. It's seeing that everyone's just in their own stage of healing. And eventually, at some point, we will all get to the same kind of place. Some may get there faster. Some may get there slower. Some people need a helping hand. Some don't. Just kind of let it play out a little bit. It's going to go all a bit wacky before it all kind of comes together. Because yes. there's a lot of moving parts. It's not a just lot. ours. Every single institution has to come apart. Doesn't matter what it is, doesn't matter what they represent. Because so long as you have that level of hierarchy, it does not help people come into oneness. We're trying to piece together what 2020 looks like slowly. And this jungle is just one more piece of that puzzle. It's understanding that you are no more separate from your fellow person next to you to the plant outside. We are all one in that. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.